See, see, Jabez asked God to enlarge his territory, to expand where he is. Uh, Jabez was tired of being where he was. See, our problem is we're satisfied with our borders. Mm -hmm. We're content with where we are. And so Jabez said, God, I want you to expand my capacity and my opportunity. In other words, Jabez wanted to grow. Mm -hmm. See, that's the word we don't hear in church no more, grow. See, all, you, all we want to hear is how we're going to get our breakthrough. Spin around three times and your breakthrough's there. No, see, see, it's going to take some growth in order for us to get to certain places. And there's a process we have to go through. Manifested Glory Worship Center. Kingdom focused, kingdom minded, kingdom living. This is Manifested Media with Pastor Damon C. Johnson, founder and senior pastor of Manifested Glory Worship Center. Amen. We, we've been on a journey, church, um, and, and our journey has been a journey on how we're going to grow and mature spiritually. And so we're going to continue in that vein today, but we're going to go to a place where this was a very popular message some years ago, but I want to teach it to you this morning. If you have your Bibles, turn me to the book of First Chronicles. Yeah, chapter four, and we're going to just read two verses. Verses 9 and 10. This is the prayer of Jabez. The prayer of Jabez. Uh, uh, so if you're in your Bibles, once you get to Samuel, you're real close. When you get to Kings, you're really close. The next book after Kings is Chronicles. If you get to Second Chronicles, you've gone too far. Amen. First Chronicles. Chapter 4. We're going to just park in those two verses. We're going to exegete these two lines, this prayer by this man, uh, Jabez, we're going to dissect his prayer this, this Sunday afternoon. First Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9 and 10. When you get it, please say, I got it. If you're still turning, say, hold up. Hey, no problem. Let's get there together. Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9 and 10. This is what the Bible states. It says, now Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. And his mother called him Jabez, saying, because I bore him in pain. And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, oh, that you would bless me indeed. Enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me, and that you would keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. So God granted him what he requested. We're going to leave it just like that. Now, now, this, this awesome prayer comes in a place in the Bible that most think is the most boring place in the Bible. Okay? Uh, this, this prayer is in the midst of a list of all the genealogy. And so when you read chapter 3 of, this, of, of, of 1 Chronicles and chapter 4, all you see is this man had this son, and that son had begot this person, and this person had that one. I'm the son of this one, and you're the son of that one. And most people, because of that, they skip over this part of the Bible. Because they don't want to read through all of that. They don't want to know who, who your great-great-great-granddaddy is. They don't care about that. They won't get to the, the meat of that. So people skip over this part of the Bible. And people who do that miss this gem that's tucked right here in the midst of all this genealogy is this prayer by the man named Jabez. So I'm going to take my time and just dissect these two verses this Sunday, if that's all right with you guys. Amen. Amen. So let's start at verse 9. Verse 9 says, And Jabez was more honorable 
than his brothers. Now, all we know about his brothers uh, are their names. We don't know nothing about them. We don't know how old they were. We don't know if they were good men or bad men. All we know is their name. However, Jabez stands out above the crowd, above his brothers. Uh, he, he's, he's, um, he's standing out and he prays this prayer and gets God's attention. So my first question to you is, when the last time your prayer got God's attention? And does your prayer stand out in the midst of your brethren? Mm-hmm. See, I'm pretty sure that his brothers prayed prayers, but how is it that Jabez's prayer is mentioned in the word of God and we know who he is? It's because Jabez's prayer came from an a, a, a earnest place in his heart. Notice Jabez's prayer is not three hours long. Notice Jabez's prayer does not have these deep theological terms tucked in it. Not a whole bunch of thousand. This is Father God of heaven. Father of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You are, thou art God, thou art. I ain't got all of that in there. He just said, oh, that you would bless me indeed. Enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me. Keep me from evil and that I don't cause no harm. That was only, that's the only thing he said. And he got a lot of play. He got a lot of recognition because of his heart. See, church, when we pray, we got to pray from our heart. Amen. See, 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 a lot of times we pray out of religious obligation. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, uh, it's time to say grace, so let, 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 let's pray. Oh, it's time for me to go to sleep. Let me, now I lay me down to sleep. Out of religion, out of religious practice, we pray. But Jabez's prayer came from his heart. It came from a place in his heart. And that's what God looks for, church. He, you ain't got to be no theologian to pray to God. You ain't got to be no seminary student to pray to God. Just speak from your heart. That's all God requires. Let it be real and let it come from your heart. So, so, so Jabez began to, to pray this prayer. So let's look at his prayer. And I don't want to miss any of it. First thing we see here. Um, that his mama in verse 9 named him Jabez because he was born in a place of pain. Now, I don't know what will make a mother look at that brand new baby and say, baby, your name is going to be pain. We don't know the circumstances. Maybe, maybe Jabez wasn't wanted or because of financial strain. Maybe, maybe Jabez's mom was a single mother and said, I got all these other kids. I can't take care no more. Maybe, maybe Jabez's mom, um, dad was there, but he was, he was absent, so she needs some help. Or maybe it's just because the actual physical process of birthing Jabez was a painful process. We don't know why his name is pain. <laughs> Amen. I thank God I don't have to go through that. Thank, bless the Lord. God has given women grace to do that. Amen. Thank God for you all, women. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Woo, Jesus. He's giving you grace. So we, we, don't, we don't know the circumstances behind this. All we know is that every time someone mentioned his name, he's reminded of the pain and also his painful existence. See, you know, your name being pain can help breed some strongholds. Remember we talked about some strongholds a couple of weeks ago? See, see, I can see Jabez maybe a having a stronghold of low self-esteem or negative self-image. Imagine that. When I, every time I see you, hey, what's up, pain? How you doing, pain? And not only is your name pain, your existence is painful. 
So, so he's constantly reminded of this. And, and, and so um, no one in here name is Jabez. Or at least I don't think so. Maybe your name is not Jabez in the literal sense. But maybe you had a Jabez experience. When you look over your life, all you see is pain. When you look over the last couple of years, all you see is loneliness, bitterness, rejection. So maybe your name is Jabez. Uh-huh. Yeah. See, see, Jabez, Jabez was, was, was a man who experienced pain. He was a man who existed with pain. But look at what happened here. I don't want you to miss this because in this prayer, we're introduced to the solution before the method. Look what the Bible says. It said that he was more honorable than his brothers. Even though he had a painful existence, he still was an honorable man. He maintained his integrity. He maintained his love for God. He maintained all those things in the midst of his pain. See, we do just the opposite. When we go through painful things, we leave God. We quit God. We quit the things of God because we in our pity party because we're going through some pain. The Bible says that Jabez was was more honorable than his brothers. So, church, I'm saying if you still have breath, there's still hope. I don't care what you've been through. I don't care what you're even going through now. If you still have breath in your body, there is still hope. Uh Now, let's look at the first line. Now, now now here's here's the thing I love about Jabez, too. Jabez didn't ask God to change his name. Mm -hmm. See, that's what most of us do. We say, God, change my name. And changing my name, then hopefully my situation will change. No, no, no. He knew how to get to the bottom of this thing. Now, even though his name was pain, his status was honor. So even though he's living a painful existence, God honor him. Not man. God said that he was honorable. So he was an honorable man in God's sight. So let's look at his prayer. Let's break down his prayer. The first line of his prayer says, oh, that you would bless me indeed. Now, that word indeed means a serious prayer. That word indeed does not mean, again, when those prayers we pray, now I lay me down. It wasn't that type of prayer. It wasn't a casual prayer. That word um, indeed, and I'm going to put it in plain English, that means show enough or for real. (laughs) So in other words, Jabez says, oh, that you will bless me, show enough, God. Oh, that you will bless me for real, God. He, this was not no, no bubblegum prayer. See, Jabez knew, God, if you don't step into my situation, I'm going to die the way I came into this world in pain. So he asked God to step in. He says, oh, that you will bless me indeed. And there's a love I love about Jabez because he said he turned to God and asked God to bless him. See, our problem is we're looking for other people to bless us. And let me tell you where, where, that, where the breakdown is. See, the Bible declares that God will cause men or people to give unto your bosom. And so because God moves on my heart to come be a blessing to your life, you think I'm the source of your blessing. And that's not the case. God is the source of your blessing. But what God did, he moved on my heart to tell me to come bless you. So we go to people to bless us and not God. I guarantee you, your, your best friend or your girlfriend know more about your situation than God does. Because you talk to them more than you talk to God. And it's because we trust people instead of God. Let me let you a secret about people. People will say, I got your back in one minute and stab you in that same back the next minute. People will bless you one minute and curse you the next. Look what they did to Jesus. One week they say in Hosanna, the next week they cry and crucify him. That's what people will do. People will say, oh yeah, I got you. I'm going to hold you down. P.O.P. holding him down. 
Yeah, there you go. Barely. Because people will have your back as long as you're fulfilling their agenda. As long as you don't, when they, the minute you bring correction, the minute you say, oh, that ain't a good idea, now they're where they at then. That's the other line they said, where they at though? Yeah, I got people got my back, where they at though? That's what the young people say. So you gotta be careful going to people to look to be your blessing or your blessor. So you gotta go to God. See, Jabez was smart. He said, I turned to God for him to bless me. I, I love you all and I thank, I thank God for those who are blessed to me, but I understand that you ain't my source and I ain't your source. God is all our source. Amen. And so, and so, so Jabez says, bless me indeed. Uh, uh, he knew that when God blessed him, that that blessing was going to last. It wasn't going to be a temporary blessing. Now, now here's the thing about Jabez's prayer. It's a very general prayer. No specifics. And you know why? Because Jabez's situation was so bad that whatever God did was going to be better than where he is now. He said, oh, God, that you will bless me indeed. He didn't say, God bless me with a new house or a wife or a better job. He just said, God bless me. You know what that also says? That Jabez trusted God. Jabez came to God with an empty cup and said, God, fill it any way you see fit. See, see, here's our problem. We, we, now, I, I, listen, I am a very detailed person in my prayer life. But sometimes I gotta say, God, whatever way you want to bless me, it's fine with me. You see, 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 sometimes you got to trust God and his blessings. See, we don't trust God. So we say, God might bless you with good health. You say, but God, I ain't what I was looking for. I was looking for some money. Or oh, God might bless you with a sound mind. He said, well, God, I really was looking for something else. Mm-hmm. See, so sometimes we don't trust God in our blessing. But Jabez says, God, I trust you that whatever you give me is going to be all right with me. Bless me indeed. Then he said, the next part of his prayer, he says, and enlarge my territory. Enlarge my territory. Do me a favor, Tosh. I, I would do it, but I'm going to just ask you to do it. St st stand in that box for me. <laughs> See, he wasn't here last week, so I'm going to make him put him to work this week. He was all right, though. He was out of town for work. He was all right. And ain't nobody beating him up. He asked God to enlarge his territory. That means God broaden my frontier, expand my borders. So, so we asked God to do that. Now, here's the thing. Most of the time when we think of that, we only think in a natural sense. God, give me a new house. <laughs> give me a mansion on a hill. <laughs> give me a new car. <laughs> uh -huh. Bless me indeed. <laughs> enlarge my territory. We only think about the natural. But what about the spiritual? Uh-huh. God, enlarge my, my reach of how I can build your kingdom. Mm -hmm. Enlarge my, my, my influence, God, in the earth, that I might be a blessing to you and your kingdom. When the last time you prayed that type of prayer, where it wasn't all about you, but it was about what you could do for God? Mm-hmm. I knew I was going to park in one of y'all's spots. Yeah. See, 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 Jabez asked God to enlarge his territory, to expand where he is. Uh, Jabez was tired of being where he was. See, our problem is we're satisfied with our borders. Mm -hmm. We're content with where we are. And so Jabez said, God, I want you to expand my capacity and my opportunity. 
In other words, Jabez wanted to grow. Mm-hmm. See, that's a word we don't hear in church no more, growth. See, all, you, all we want to hear is how we're going to get our breakthrough. Spin around three times and your breakthrough's there. No, see, see, it's going to take some growth in order for us to get to certain places. And there's a process we have to go through. Now, I'm not going to look at nobody because I don't want to think y'all I'm talking to y'all, so I'm going to talk to the wall. Because if I look at y'all, y'all think I'm talking about y'all. You hate your job. Yet you do nothing about it. You go there every week and do the same thing that you hate. See, I ain't looking at none of y'all. I'm talking to the wall. You cry every Monday morning because you got to go back to that place. Yet you still in that place and ain't doing nothing about it. All right, I'm going to talk to Cookie then. She only one want to hear this. You know why? Because it's safe. Uh-huh. See, when you ask God to enlarge your territory, you got to go to some unfamiliar places. It's going to require you to do some things you've never done and see some things you've never seen. And because it's the unknown, you are, I'll just stay in my little box. At least I can pay my bills. Ain't growing, ain't expanding, ain't going nowhere because you're locked in your box because you have not asked God to, ex- to enlarge your territory. And when he do open up the door, you ain't going through it. Mm-hmm. You ain't going through it. Why? You know why? Because sometimes trusting God takes risk. And where are the risk takers now? When the last time you said, God, I'm stepping out on faith. God, I trust you that if you took care of me last year, you're going to take care of me this year. I'm going to step out on faith and know, God, that you got me. When the last time we prayed that type of prayer, we stay in our box and watch everybody else grow. Everybody else expand. And you keep going to the same place, doing the same thing. You know, you know, that's the definition of insanity. To keep doing and think the same thing and expect a different result. Insane saints. That's a new, write that one down in my book. Insane saints. Want change, but scared to step out on change. Want growth, but scared to step out in growth. Want your borders to expand, but you're scared to do it. I think it boils down to our faith in God. Jabez said, God, look, I don't care. Whatever you do, enlarge my territory. In other words, he, he wanted to grow. He wanted to expand, not just, and here's the thing, church, not just his physical capacity, but his thinking Expand my thinking, God. Let me think outside the box. Let me think beyond these borders. I can do more than this. I'm better than this. There's more potential in me than what I'm doing. Not just in the natural, but in the kingdom. Some of you all are sitting on your gifts, waiting for me to recognize them. No, you need to recognize your gift. Amen. And then you declare, hey, pastor, guess what I can do? Oh, yo, Really? Here, here, here's our ministry. Roll in it. Amen. See, see, we got to ask God to enlarge our territory. All right, Todd, you get out the box. All right. <laughs> but you, but here, here, here's the reality, church. Most of us, this is our border. This is about all we can do. 
It's all we got. And so because it's our little box, we decorate it, make it look nice. We clean it up. We do all that to it. So it'll look better to us even though we blocked in. Can't do nothing, can't go nowhere. Because we have not talked to God and asked him to enlarge our territory. We cry because our boss won't promote us. But your boss ain't your source. See, you got to talk to God. See, see, see again, you got to do, God will move on the heart of a man. And he will say, you know what? I don't even know why I'm doing this, but you know what? You deserve more. <laughs> I see, but, but it, it boils down to you talking to God. So let's, let's keep looking at Jabez's prayer. He says, oh, that you will bless me indeed and enlarge my territory. Jabez wanted to grow. Uh, uh, here's another thing I like about Jabez. Even though he had a painful existence, he wasn't playing victim. Mm-hmm. Lock the doors, deacons. Because I'm about to park in somebody's spot. See, this is what we do. Because we had a painful existence, we think that's our life. We think this is what we're supposed to be. I was supposed to go through this pain. And then, and then we let the enemy beat us up and say, the reason why you're in this mess is because of your sin. You ain't living right, so that's why you got all this drama in your life. So then you keep doing the drama because you don't think you're worthy of God's uh, recognition. Or you don't think that you're worthy of God's blessings in your life. And so you get in this downward spiral, and then in the midst of that downward spiral, here comes the pity party. Here comes the victim mentality. It's everybody else's fault that I'm in this situation I'm in. It's your fault. It's my mama's fault. It's the pastor's fault. It's my granddaddy's fault. It's everybody's fault except me taking ownership for myself. Self-accountability. Jabez didn't blame nobody. He just asked God, look, God, bless me. Enlarge my territory so, so that I can be better. He didn't want to be a victim. Can I give you a sidebar? Don't let your situation define you. Whatever you're in, don't let that be your definition of who you are. Yes, they walked out. Yes, they said no. Yes, it hurt. But understand, we got to do what Jabez did. He invited God into his situation. And that's what we have to do. See, he was tired of his borders being limited. Listen, whether they were self-imposed or not. See, a lot of times our borders may not be because we created it. Someone created it for us. And we stay within those parameters. However, whether you did the box, boxing in yourself or someone else did it, you can ask God to enlarge your territory. Now, here's the next part I love about Jabez's prayer. He said that your hand will be with me. Now, what he's saying there is that, God, I love your blessing and I want all of your blessings, but I don't want them if I can't have you. Mm-hmm. See, see, Moses said the same thing. Moses said to God, God, I'll go, but I ain't going if you don't go with me. See, see, Moses realized I can rule nations, but what good is it for me to rule nations if God is not with me, if his hand is not on me? See, that's, a lot of t- that's what we mess up a lot of times. We want God's blessing, but we don't want his hand on us. Because his hand means accountability. His hand means sometimes pulling your coattail and saying, hey, you're getting above yourself. Sometimes that means bringing some correction to some things in our lives. And we don't want, that's the thing in today's church. Oh, you better not bring no correction. You bring correction and I'm going to go to old boys church down the street where I can just shout and have a good time. We don't want no accountability. And, so, and, and, so, and so, so we have to understand, church, that when we ask for God's hand to be on us, we're asking God to be with us. See, Jabez didn't just want God's uh, blessing, but he wanted to bless Sore with it. So many people right now have been blessed out of their happiness, blessed out of their joy. 
What do you mean, Pastor? See, God has blessed your life so much now that you don't even need God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got the big house, but it ain't no home. You got the fancy car, but you're miserable driving it. You got money in the bank, but there's no joy in your heart. See, 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 people can get blessed out of their happiness. Blessed. You, you ever look at some rich people, they're miserable. They got all the things in the world, but yet they still have no joy, no happiness, because it's not about that. You got to have God with those things. That's why I love the scripture in Proverbs 10. Put on the screen. Don't turn there. Just put on the screen for me. Proverbs 10, 22. Look what it says. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. So that's how you know you're being blessed by God, because when he bless you, ain't no sorrow attached to it. When you get it yourself and you fight and you scratch it, you can get it done, but now you got all this misery with it. They got to work three jobs to keep it. I knew I was going to park up one of y'all spots. Now, 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 you, now you're, you got it, but you're miserable with it because you didn't wait for God's blessing. You made it happen for yourself. See, when God blesses you, understand he attached no misery with it. Jabez said in his prayer, God, I don't want to lose my dependency on you. Then the next part of his prayer, look what the next part of his prayer said, and he requested that you will keep me from harm or evil. He didn't want no evil to come his way. And, and I asked God, I said, God, why would you best pray this part of the prayer? And I realized that the more God blesses my life, the more I get Satan's attention. See, Satan don't notice you till God start blessing you. You ain't a threat to him till God start moving. He said, whoa, what's God doing all this for them? Let me bring some havoc in their lives. Let me start messing with their money. Let me start messing with their family because I see God's hand on them and the blessing of God. If, if Satan ain't messing with you, then you... you mm. See, he, he's only going to mess with those who are a threat to his kingdom. He's only going to mess with those who, 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 who can influence the people of God to do the things of God. And so if you are not being attacked by Satan, then um, you might want to start uh, getting your, your life together. Because he only attack those or he only uh, single out those who, who God is blessing. And that's when he brings the challenge. But this is what he tries to do to us, church. And I want you to be aware of his tactics. This is what Satan would do. When God began to bless your life, he began to bless you physically, mentally, financially, emotionally. He began to bless your life. What Satan will do, he will want you to use that blessing to become independent from God. He will convince you. You, you know why, why you keep going to church? You ask God for a new house, you got it. Why go back? Go back when you need something else. He'll convince you. Yo, don't, you ain't got them people at that church. They don't like you anyway. Disconnect yourself from them, not realizing that we're going to be the ones to be the blessing in your life. See, he wants you to think that you got everything put together so you don't need nobody and no, nothing else. And that's how he do. He gets you in a little island, and the isolation is where he's going to wear you out. The isolation, when, you, when you're isolated from everything and everybody, that's when Satan has a field day on you. They don't love you anyway. They don't care about you anyway. Oh, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. And then you, yeah, you, you start agreeing. Yeah, you're right, Satan. Yeah, you're right. They don't love me. Yeah, they don't. And, and now he's going to wear you out. And now when, after he does that, now he brings all the turmoil again. And what he does, and I told you this before, he throws a rock and he hides his hand. So what he'll do is he'll bring all this turmoil in your life and he'll blame God. Look, God don't love you. God ain't protecting you. And it's him the whole time. Once he isolates you and gets you all by yourself, that's when he destroys you. 
Remember what the Bible said he do? He came to kill, steal, and destroy. He has not changed his mission or his tactics throughout the span of time. And if you allow it to happen, church, then that's on you. You can't blame God. You can't blame the church. You can't blame nobody. You got to blame yourself. It's, I allowed this to happen to me. But if you keep deliberate, there's hope. All you got to do is pray this prayer. That you will keep me, God, from evil. And then, and then not only keep me from evil, I love Jabez. Look what he said in the next part of his prayer. And that I may not cause pain. See, he didn't want people to experience what he experienced his whole life. See, he also understood that hurt people hurt people. So when I'm hurt, I hurt others. And so, and so hurt people hurt people. So Jabez said, God, even though you're blessing my life, even though you're going to enlarge my territory, I don't want to cause any pain, even though that's my name. Even though that's my existence, God, I don't want nobody else to experience. And that's what we do most of the time. We become what we despise. So let's say you, you hate somebody in your life was an abuser and you hated them for that. Then you become the abuser. You start beating on your kids and justifying it because you become, a lot of times you become what we despise. And, but Jabez's prayer was, you know what? God, I don't want to become that. I don't want to hurt nobody else because I've been hurt. Help me, God, that I may not cause pain. So that's Jabez's prayer. Then look at the last line. Look what God's response was. And God, so God, granted him what he requested. Not one thing, but everything he asked God for, God protected him. Now you understand that this, this, this prayer is a prayer of protection. Look what it said. He asked God to, to keep him from evil and to not allow him to cause pain. It's a prayer of protection. And church, we need to prayer, pray prayers of protection. We need protection um, sometimes from our own thoughts. Mm -hmm. Sometimes a bad thought will ruin a good day. You wake up, God, this is the day that the Lord has made. Did you have this bad thought? Now your whole day all jacked up. Face all bicked up, all jacked up. All from one thought. We need protection from our thoughts. Sometimes we need protection from our feelings. You know, the young people say, y'all, you all in your feelings, right? You look at he, he and his feelings. See, see, we got to be protected from our feelings. You know why? Because sometimes if I feel wrong, I do wrong. So, God, we need protection from our feelings. Sometimes we need protection from predators. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, people who, who, who they come off like they got your back and they, they're in your corner, but they really there to wear you out and stab you in the back. We need God to protect us because, and look, let I me mean, just say this. They creep into the church. And then what happens is when you are a victim of them, then you blame the church. But they were never really a part of the church. Their purpose in connecting to the church was to do what they did to you. And then you say, that church ain't treat me right. It ain't the church, it's that person who did that to you. Amen. And so we need protection from, from predators. And the thing I love about Jabez is that he won't be identified by his pain, but by his testimony. See, see, Jabez has a testimony after this. Man, yeah, I grew up in pain. My name is pain, but look what God has done for my, my life. He has honored me. He has blessed me. And church, I want to challenge you. If you had a Jabez experience, I want you to pray this prayer every day. Just turn to the Bible and just read it. God, and bless me indeed. Enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me. 
God, please don't let no evil come my way. And God, please don't let me cause no pain. Amen. Amen. You can pray that prayer. God said, oh, I can hear from their heart. I have a people down there that, 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 that love me and that want my attention and their needs. I'm going to close with this, this story. Y- y'all know I like to bowl, right? And, 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 and so I was, I was considering going bowling the other day, and, and I got this drop down in my spirit. When you go bowling, there, there's a, and I like, I like to do 10-pin. I don't do duck pin, 10-pin bowling. <laughs> so you, you have this big ball, and, and my ball is like 15, 16 pounds. You take that ball, and you, you throw it down the lane, and it busts all these pins up. The pins are being constantly knocked down. Knocked down, knocked down, knocked out of position, knocked out of place the, the whole time. But there's a machine that will pick them up and put them back in their rightful place. Y'all get it in a minute. There's a machine that will pick them up and put them in their rightful place. It will stand them back up and, 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 and make sure that they're prepared. Because the, the next blow is going to come, but at least they're prepared for it. But every once in a while, the blow is so big and so devastating that it knocks the pin way out of position. <laughs> and it's just laying there. The rest of the pins are being stood back up, but this pin may be over there in the, in the gutter because it's been knocked out of position, knocked down so hard. But then there's a guy, oh, come on here, that's in the back that nobody can see that when he's called upon he will go and grab the pen and put it back where it belongs oh come on here and he will he will put it back in right standing and put it back in the right place but here's the key he only responds when he's called upon and the way you call on him you gotta go and press the button and say I need my pen reset And he, it, it triggers something in him. He goes, you can't even see him. All you might see is his feet. Woo! And he puts the pin back in place so they could be back in right standing. Church, understand that's what God will do. I know some of you have experienced pain. You've been knocked down and knocked down and knocked down. So you've been knocked out of position. You're way over in the gutter somewhere. All you got to do is press the button and call on the one who can reposition you. And the way you call him is like Jabez did. He says, oh, that you will bless me indeed. God, enlarge my territory. Keep your hand on me. Please don't allow no evil to come my way. And please don't allow me to cause no pain. And God will grant them their request. The prayer of Jabez. Come on and stand on your feet.